0: In this episode, we talk about the six psychological biases that affect our lives the most. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps, Big Change. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas. One of the most fascinating things I've come across during my time doing this show is the idea of a psychological bias. Now, if you've never heard of a psychological bias before, it's basically the way you are likely to act in a given scenario, especially if it's a pretty emotional or stressful situation. These of course aren't guarantees of behavior, but they are likely outcomes based on the situation that you find yourself in. With that said, these little things kind of control our lives and our behavior way more than I think most of us realize, even way more than I realize. And that's why I think it's important to talk about them today, to really dive in and figure out how we can deal with these things. Of course, we're not going to cover all of them, but I did put together a list of five that I think are the most important when trying to change our lives. So you ready? Before that, be sure to click or tap the subscribe button wherever you are tuning in today. If you're listening on the podcast, definitely click subscribe there on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your audio. And if you're watching on YouTube, click subscribe and make sure you click the little bell next to it because that's what YouTube requires, I guess. Let's get into it. So the first one we want to talk about is called anchoring. Anchoring is the tendency to rely too heavily on the first piece of information we receive when making a given decision. Often, this results in weighing all other options based on the first piece of information we got. Now, anchoring exists because it allows us to better navigate situations where we need to make a decision fast. For example, if we have two pieces of conflicting information, but the situation requires that we make a decision right now and that the consequences for indecision are fairly high, anchoring allows us to navigate the situation by placing additional weight on the first piece of information we received in order to expedite our process of making a decision rather than weighing our options. This is a good thing fundamentally. But it becomes a big problem if we find ourselves in a situation where the outcome is more important than the speed of decision making. For example, if we find ourselves in a situation where the consequences for making the wrong decision is higher than the consequences for taking a while to make a decision. For example, let's say we are deciding to go back to school, to go back to college and uh, get a new degree. We first receive information from School A that says it's the best school for what we're trying to do. Then we receive information from School B that says the same thing, that School B is the best school for what we're trying to do. Anchoring would state that we're more likely to believe School A's claim over School B. However, choosing School A if it's not the best school could have a real effect on our future career options, right? And so in that scenario, we want to make sure that we take the time required to actually determine what school is the best because the outcome matters more than making a fast decision. And the next bias we want to talk about is called availability heuristic. In the same vein as anchoring, availability heuristic states that we are more likely to trust the first thing that comes to mind when we think of a situation. This is why branding is such an effective strategy for companies and for selling products and why radio ads often run repeatedly and say the same name of the brand or the company over and over again. They're trying to implant the idea in your mind so that it's the first thing that comes to mind when you're in the situation you need to, to purchase something think about this. Let's say you need to buy a new mattress. You probably have a place in your mind that you would go first to find that new mattress. Now, for me, living in New York City, I think of Casper, the startup that puts mattresses in a box and sends it to your doorstep. And that's just my first thought because I've seen their ads everywhere. If I was upstate at my mom's house, I might think of Ashley's Furniture Warehouse and and that's where I bought my last mattress, so that's more likely to be where I go the next time. These are the first thoughts that pop into my mind and you probably have something similar for your town or area of where you would go first or who you would think of first when you need to replace your mattress. The availability heuristic is the reason that companies like Nike and McDonald's are massive because they are the first thing that comes to mind. And I recently replaced my running shoes, my first thought was Nike because that's their branding has just been so incredibly effective that when I think running, when I think exercise, when I think fitness, I immediately think Nike. And that's why it works is because of this availability heuristic. Support for this episode comes from Grove Collaborative. Grove Collaborative is an e commerce company that makes it easy to discover amazing natural home and personal care products. They do this by selecting only the best non toxic products so you can shop with confidence, knowing that everything on their site is good for you, your family and the planet. I recently placed an order with them for a bunch of stuff I've been waiting to try for my apartment. For example, I got a Mrs. Myers brand multi-surface cleaner that I've heard amazing things about. And I've used Mrs. Myers products in the past and honestly, I've never been disappointed. So to be able to get them on Grove Collaborative's website while saving money is frankly amazing. I also got a new body lotion by Alba Botanic. Rachel and I recently switched to this brand and have been in love with it. And finally, I received a free sample of Grove Collaborative's own kitchen towel and walnut scrubber sponges. I can't tell you how excited I am to open these babies up and get to work. And what I'm really impressed by is the experience. Grove Collaborative's website is easy to navigate and is stocked with products I didn't expect to see, quite honestly, at much lower prices than if I were to buy them in the store. The checkout experience is seamless and the company is 100% committed to their customers with a 100% happiness guarantee and free shipping. And so to prove that, to prove that they are on your side, they've made a pretty amazing offer for you check this out. How would you like a $30 Mrs. Myers kit, a bonus gift and a two month VIP membership all for free? Crazy, right? Well, all you have to do to claim it, is go to www.grove.co/tinyleaps to claim your special offer. That's www.grove.co/tinyleaps for a free Mrs. Myers kit, a bonus gift and a 2 month VIP membership. www.grove.co/tinyleaps. The next bias we want to talk about is called choice overload. Put simply, choice overload is the fact that we tend to have a harder time making a decision if we're presented with too many options. If you walk into your local diner for the first time and you're presented with a 55 item menu, which is pretty common for diners you're likely going to struggle to pick the thing that you want. You're going to question, well, what's best? Is anything here even good? What do I actually want? And all these questions pop up that make the choice harder. This is choice overload in action. And this is part of why people have their favorites. By selecting a favorite option on that 55 item menu, you create a scenario where the next time you come, you're reducing your choices from 55 to let's say three. You've got three favorites that you always choose from. And so you can ignore the rest of the menu. And this works. This allows you to limit your options and make a better selection each time and something that you know you're going to be happy with. And if we combine this with what we just learned about anchoring, we start to realize that often the first thing we try on that menu or, or wherever it is, the very first thing we do becomes our go to. It becomes our favorite because we know that we had an OK experience with it. We know we had a decent experience with it. And so why not stick with that instead of risking all of the other options and running into issues where we're just not that happy with it? And the final two biases are actually my favorites. And I realize most people don't have favorite cognitive biases, but I get it. Okay, I'm I'm weird. I love them, though. They're so freaking cool. And I think they really affect the way we live our lives on a daily basis. So the first is called cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance is the discomfort we feel when our actions and our behaviors don't match up with how we think about ourselves or when our reality doesn't match up with how we think our reality is. It's that weird nagging feeling in the back of our heads that creates a little bit of discomfort and and just knowing that we aren't in alignment. And it's why you feel bad telling your friends that you go to the gym regularly when really you haven't been in three weeks because you're putting something into the world and you're telling them, hey, this is what I do, because in your head, that's your identity. But, you know, you haven't. And, and so there's a little bit of discomfort there. One really good thing, though, is that cognitive dissonance can be used to our advantage, that discomfort we feel we want to alleviate it. We want to get rid of it. And so if we can put something into the world and start saying to people that we do something and we know we don't, we know that there's no actuality of that, we can start to change our behavior to. Do more of that thing because we'll create that discomfort and in an effort to alleviate it, we might find ourselves actually going and doing that thing. So maybe we say that we go to the gym regularly and we start to develop that identity, but we know we don't actually. And in order to alleviate it, we'll naturally start to go to the gym in order to, to create a scenario where we are in alignment with how we think about ourselves. And then my second favorite is something called confirmation bias. Confirmation bias is how we look for things that confirm what we already believe to be true. So it's not about looking for the facts. It's not about being logical and making a rational decision. It's purely what do I believe and then identifying the information that confirms that. And this is a big issue with social media and with uh, just our day-to-day lives. Have you ever gotten into an argument where you can't remember doing anything wrong at all. Like You just remember what the other person did to you. Likely, the actual scenario, the truth of it is that you both did wrong, you both hurt each other, you both said things that you didn't mean and that was hurtful, but you're almost erasing that from your memory because you're looking for confirmation of what this person did to you. You feel hurt, you feel like they were in the wrong, and so you look for that confirmation and find it in their mind, they're doing the same to you and they're just seeing what you did. And this is important to know because if we can understand that we live our lives with this confirmation bias, we can do a better job of Filtering it out of looking for the truth of a situation rather than just accepting the things we automatically notice. And that's really what the benefit of understanding these biases are is to better understand how our brains work, how we navigate the world and how that affects our behavior. Because if we can understand that we can start to make changes and those changes can create the lives that we really want. And so how do you deal with these on a day-to-day basis? Well, the short answer is time. Cognitive biases don't dictate what you do. Instead, they're just almost a suggestion of what might happen given a sit, given situation. If you're under stress, if you are emotional, then the chances of that happening go up, but they still don't dictate what you must do or how you must respond. And so it's important to remember that if you can add time, if you can remove yourself from the situation and just add a little bit of a little bit of space, You create a scenario where you can make a much more conscious decision. You can act according to the way that you feel about the world and you can start to avoid these biases from affecting your life. With that said, I've been Greg Clunas. Thank you so much for tuning in wherever you're tuning in. If you're consuming this on YouTube, definitely hit subscribe, hit the bell and head over to the podcast. Head over to iTunes, Spotify, wherever you consume your audio and subscribe there. If you're listening to this. Thank you. Appreciate you playing this in the car or working out or whatever it is you're doing. But head over to YouTube when you have a chance and check out my ugly face on video where I'm doing this exact episode and other podcast episodes in video format. So head over there, click subscribe, click the bell. Really appreciate you spending time with me today. Be sure to leave a review or a comment if you haven't already. I want to hear from you. I want to find out how I can make this show better. And until the next episode, remember. I've been Greg Clunas and that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. day.